Hey, welcome to the Sharing Jesus podcast where we share stories, awesome ministry moments, and everything in between. Joining me today is our associate pastor, Sean Collins, and our lead pastor, Michael Reese. And today we're definitely going to be sharing stories. If you could tell by the title, we're going to be learning all about our associate pastor, Sean Collins. And Pastor, tell us, you know, what we're kind of going to dive into today. Sure, absolutely. Uh, of course, missing our buddy Rob, and uh, but he's spending some valuable family time with uh, his two ladies in his life, which is, of course, his wife, Haley Joe and his daughter, Rowan. And uh, they are definitely enjoying the morning. I think Miss Haley Joe had off. And yeah. yes, we're going to find out about uh, Sean's story and is how he, you know, is growing up, how he met Jesus, his call in the ministry, his um, how he met his wife, and also just you know even his high school where he went to high school uh, and stuff like that. So that's what we're going to be tackling. Well, Sean, I'm curious because I guess I don't remember where did you go to high school. Yeah, so I grew up in Hot Springs, and I went to Lake Hamilton High School all the way up until my senior year, and then I moved to Benton and graduated from Benton High School. I met a few people. Uh, matter of fact, some of uh, the folks that I met, of course, were in the youth group. We were in the same high school, um, but I didn't want to know a whole lot of people. That, and uh, so just your natural wiring, you uh, you know, you hang back and you... <clears throat> just uh not uh back behind the scenes and of course i know how uh, intelligent you are and so just you're if you would label yourself an introvert or an extrovert which would it be yeah i just want to thank rob for uh, taking off today because you know his taking off put me in the hot seat if that put tells you, you anything um yeah so definitely kind of a i would consider myself an introvert um you know, uh, if I know you well, I, I don't mind opening up and having a good time and laughing, but it does um, it does take me a little bit. I'm not going to be the, the one that automatically goes running up to somebody and meeting them. Thankfully, through your ministry, I've learned and you've kind of uh, showed me how to kind of get out of my comfort zone and, and go meet people with some taglines like help me with your name again, different things like that. But it, I really have to force myself to do that. So Benton, you I'm not being rude. If, if like, <laughs> no. you know, I, I'm not being rude. This it's just natural wiring. It's just natural yeah, wiring. So don't think I'm being Every, rude. Everybody's got it. Yeah. Benton High School, what year did you graduate? 99. How many did you graduate with? Uh, don't ask me. It was, I have no idea. Hundreds. Hundreds, yeah. Was it? Yeah, we didn't have a wall where, you know, every graduating class was, you know, up there. We talked about that a little bit ago. I graduated from Hamburg, and, yeah. you know, there's the wall. But we I, Hamburg averaged anywhere from 75 to 120, just depending on the year. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yours is probably over 300. I would say probably 300-something. Most likely, yeah. yes. And it's crazy, though, because you go back, of course, graduated in 99. It's 2021 now so what we're looking at 22 years ago hard to believe i would have went to my 20th year reunion not not far back but i don't even recognize like um the high school anymore as far as the construction yeah. so it's yeah. gotten even bigger and, and lake hamilton's the same way lake yep. hamilton when i drove by there i was just floored with i mean i don't some of the buildings that i walked in are no yeah. longer there or they're they're 
it's it's just crazy. Just completely that, that's made what, over. That's what happens. Yep. Well, you we were talking about meeting people a while ago, and and so I I'm want to know because that that is my wiring, and being called in the ministry, I want to know how you met Jesus. Um, uh, to tell our listeners about uh, who was involved. Somebody told Sean Collins about or pointed him toward Jesus, and uh, you know your age and all that. So uh, just uh, go for it. Yeah, okay. So first of all, I want to say that I'm not a date man. Uh, just because you can't go back to Correct. the actual it's, date, um, you know, I want to encourage our listeners and tell like you. It's kind of like that song. I that song. It was on a Sunday. It was on a Monday. They sang it, it at church camp growing yeah. up. It was on a Sunday. Some Somebody or, touched me. Yeah. On, and then you and, stood up when you got saved the day of the week. I'm like, I don't remember. Oh, yes. Then, I yeah. do remember that song. Seems to me I, I've heard it like one time. Oh, and then the last line of that song says it was on a one day something you can't re- if you can't That's remember. That's when like mostly everyone stood up. <laughs> the music guy that we always had at church camp, he always sang it one day, one morning for, before breakfast, and especially when uh, Caleb was at that particular <laughs> yeah. church camp. Yeah, and that so there. you'd always stand up. <laughs> That's a great Armenian song. I know Sean Melanson. I know he's listening to this podcast. We used to sit by each other and be like, "Bro, we're just gonna sit here and wait till he says one day because we both don't remember." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not, I'm not a date man, but um yeah so i was you know i like to say that you know i was 15 16 uh, i do have my baptism certificate which you know we don't do that here mm. but boy i got my baptism certificate in the office <laughs> i can go back and i can check the date where, i didn't where were you baptized so i was baptized in uh, i was i was um uh, i started going to to a youth group wednesday night um in a uh, it was started out in a trailer and then it was kind of in a in a small room and then it moved no, 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 no. Started out in the basement. Sorry. And then, huh. yeah, the old church basement. Yeah. Yeah. Good song. Started out in the basement. Then we moved to a small, you know, a little bit bigger room. And then we kind of moved to like a, a single wide kind of like that was gutted as far as a, a trailer. Oh, nice. Yeah. H- had the hoop outside that, of course, you know, didn't have the net. Was it in Hot Springs, the church? Yeah. Well, actually, it was in Royal. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right outside of Hot Springs over by yeah. Brady Mountain. Cool. And in between, it was Sunshine Road, in between, of course, you know, Brady Mountain and then going over to the high school, it was cut through. Yeah. And um, started going there, hanging out, uh, went to a youth conference, uh, Winter Jam, I think, Joy Explo. And uh, one of our team, one of our volunteer, Rob, you know, wasn't always like Rob and, you know, all the other guys we served with, you know, I had volunteer youth leaders, uh, great folks. Um, and they just came and said, hey, we want you to know that we're praying for you. And, of course, I was like, okay, praying for me? Yeah, thanks. That's yeah. real nice. It didn't offend me or anything, but I'm like, well, are you praying for me? I mean, that's cool. And so I went and um, asked, asked her about it afterwards. I said, hey, why did you, you know, what's still there? So with that, the Holy Spirit used that to convict me, and uh, she was able to share the gospel with me and uh, repented of my sins, uh, realized that I was a sinner, trusted Christ. Uh, that's made, awesome. Yeah, made that public. Um, you said this was Winter Jam? Yes, yes. Wait, where was it at? Uh, it was at the... Um, was that in Little Rock? Yeah, it was at Little Rock. Okay. It was at the... Uh, Whatever the, it was called at the time. It's Simmons Bank Arena right now. Or uh, was it at the amphitheater? No, it was actually at the convention center, I think. Uh, oh, what, what's the that? Arkansas State, State Convention Center? Yeah. State House yeah. Convention Center. Yeah. Okay. Isn't yeah, that the one State with House. kind of like the, the big room, concrete floor? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was it. They can open up the dividers, make it yeah. really big. Yeah. And of course, you know, and Clay Cross was real big then. Uh, Phillips, Craig, and Dean was oh, real big wow. then. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we had, you know, those speakers and it wasn't the only conference that I went to, but obviously that was the most, um, that was the one that was the coolest as far as, yeah. you know, obviously that's, that's the night I got saved. So, was the so do you remember, so the, that was the location then? Oh yeah. A lot of times yeah, I, I remember I met people. I was in the hotel room. You was in the hotel room. Kind of in the lobby area. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. And a lot of people can't remember the date, but they, a lot of times they remember that place, that place where it just really yes. hit them. Uh, I call it the a let go moment, you know, yes. where you let go of something. Yeah. And my parents were instrumental, of course. I mean, as I've mentioned before, um, you know, my parents were instrumental because they just wanted me to meet folks. They just wanted me to meet friends, have friends. Yeah. Uh, again, I was an introvert, so, you know, kind of a bookworm. And so they were instrumental in that. So um, they didn't go, but they wanted me to go. And it little, you know, changed my life forever. So that's awesome. And of course, you know, we understand through, you know, Christ and his shed blood and the Holy Spirit. What now? I don't, I don't remember if you said this. What grade were you in at the time? Well, you said 15 or 16. Yeah, I was so 15 or 16. Probably so. ninth grade. Yeah, tenth grade, ninth, tenth, tenth grade. Tenth. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I would remember too that I would go and, um, you know, I'd take my Bible and read it in between, you know, periods, class periods, and just read a verse or two. Uh, you know, I had an opportunity. I was actually saying this in Greek class, believe it or not, where one of my teachers, man, like they would always give her a hard time, like always give her a hard time. And, and I tried to be polite. You know, it was, I mean, I'm a new creation. Um, you know, they're all making fun of her and, you know, I, I didn't. And so she said, you know, she just kind of, you know, said, Hey, you know, I would, you know, it really means a lot to me that Sean's polite. And, and I mean, you know, and it, it allowed me to, to, she said, well, why are you so polite? And it allowed me to, to say, well, because I'm, I'm a new creation in Christ and Christ saved me. And mm. that's one of the ways that, that I can, you know, uh, testify to that. And I was able to share that in front of the whole class and, you know, it just kind of opened up some avenues. Yeah. Not to say that I walked the, you know, straight and narrow all the time, of right. course, uh, you know, where it's called sanctification, but, you know, there were some neat moments during that time. That's awesome. So... Yeah. You're in Hot Springs. You're going to a little church over there. That's um, where you're baptized. Yep. And church. then you mm-hmm. transition, mm-hmm. graduate from Benton for one, and go to Benton one year. What? What? Then what does Sean do after graduation? Yeah. So after graduation, I started working at the golf course at Long Hills. Um, All right. Shout out to Eli. Yeah. Eli Cowden. Yeah. Yeah. Started working there. Um, you know, waking up early, uh, mowing the tees and collars, uh, setting cups. Uh, if I had a bad day, you know, that cup was going to be like right on some, you know, right on some, <laughs> some slopes. <laughs> <laughs> Which we all love when we get the chance to, we all love going to golf together. Yes. Yes. Uh, good fellowship. It's a lot of fun and started working there. And then it wasn't that long ago. Of course, I was in the youth department here and it wasn't that long ago where they thought about here the you know putting on an intern as mm-hmm. far as you know showing them the ropes getting to serve and so your connection what was your connection to Sharon at that point I was just going to youth ministry okay I, I was going to youth ministry and so backing up just a little bit it wasn't six months after I was saved that uh, the Lord started dealing with me as far as the gospel ministry, as far as preaching. Oh, cool. uh, now, growing up all of my life, because of I was in Hot Springs, because of my stature, for those of you who know me, my dream was to be a jockey. That's what I wanted to do. Um, that was that was what I was going to do. And uh, the Lord, of course, changed all that, mm-hmm. which He so often does. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, so six months after I got saved, you know, dealing with that, I came up here, um, started going to the youth department, um, started hanging out 
you know, started doing the whole youth choir thing. At that time, it's real. It, that was real big here. Uh, it, you know, not so much anymore, uh, just in general. It's just kind of, you know, that's just the way it is. Uh, things come, things go. And, um, but, you know, got to meet some cool people, um, you know, people that I still know, people that I still stay in contact with, people that I may see on social media. And uh, surrendered under, under uh, at that time, Glenn Trop's ministry. Mm-hmm. So tell me about that. You know, you're, you're, the Lord's dealing with you. Yep. And you're, I guess, did you talk to Glenn before you walked down the aisle and made it a public uh, decision? Or how did that go down? Uh, yeah, so they might have, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't remember having any conversations with him, like like in his office. Like gotcha, talking to him gotcha. It right. was just something that was done. Now, mm-hmm. he may so, have he may have kind of known that. He may have gotten wind of that. So you're under conviction or thinking about it. You're The Lord's bothering you, as I often. I had been, yes, and so for you, years. So you walk down. What, what do you tell him? I just told him that, you know, that I want to surrender, you know, surrender to preach, that God has laid it on my heart was, to preach. Was it a surprise to anybody? Mm, well, Probably I'm sure. Probably not the closest people that was, yeah. was around. Yeah, but I'm sure there there were some, oh, uh, yeah. you know, that there, that there and were. And how old were you when you, you know, decided that, you know. 18. Lord, 18. Yeah, 18, that I kind of made that public because, you know, I was dealing with it at church camp, even, even. At when I was a member there in Hot Springs, I was dealing yeah. with it, and the pastor, you know, which I don't fault him for it. Uh, matter of fact, I do kind of see the the necessity of it. He just said, "Hey, uh, wait, you have time. You know, wait, you have time. Uh, you don't have to be in a big hurry. If the Lord's dealing with you now, He's going to be dealing with you, you know, later." Yeah. And so that's what I did. But as a result of that, I kind of like, you know, I was like, "Well, I'm going to still do other things, and I'm going to kind of, you know, do my own thing." And it wasn't until 18. Yeah, so right now, you're about 18 years old. Uh, God's been working on you a while. Uh, you're working at a golf course, mm-hmm. but you're really f- trying to figure out, you know, where God uh, is calling you, leading you, and the doors is going to open. And, and we'll take a quick break as we continue to dive in, into Sean's story and uh, really get to know more about him and the way God has used him in his ministry. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Sharing Jesus Podcast. We are in-depth into Sean's story. Uh, you know, he's talking about growing up in Hot Springs, graduating from Benton, working on the golf course. Right now, he's uh, dealing with his call to ministry. Uh, and right now, you're under Pastor Glenn Tropp at Sharon Church. And Sean, you know, what's your, what's your next steps? Like, do you remember exactly around, like, kind of where God was leading you at that time? Yeah, so, I mean, during that time, of course, surrender to preach, um, uh, during, uh, I don't I don't know as far as all the dynamics here in-house, because I was setting cups on the golf course, mowing, waking up early, just yeah. trying to work. Matter of fact, I do remember, um, you know, I do remember coming in, uh, 
during Sunday service, and I'd been up, you know, since like four, four thirty, you know, five. So there were some Sundays where yeah. it wasn't Glenn's fault, but I, I did, you know, kind of snooze a little bit sometimes, you know, in service because I was just was I was wore out. I was tired, mm-hmm. and I would yeah. actually have to go back after service and. and you know, so it was just, you know, get what you can get. Mm-hmm. And um, so during that time, of course, uh, the inner dynamics here, hey, let's get a youth intern, uh, you know, kind of train them up. Well, my name, because I had surrendered to preach, you know, did come up. Uh, youth pastor at that time, Jeff, um, he says, hey, you know, would you be interested in this? You know, pray about it. Well, of course. Uh, it was came on as a youth intern, supposed to be uh, three months Uh, During that time, you know, he left. I do remember taking some kids at a very young age when I should have actually probably been going to camp, uh, you know, taking kids, uh, awesome sponsors, sponsors that are still with us today. That a lot was of going folks. to Bog Springs? Yes. Oh, cool. Yes. And um, did that, and here we are 20 years later. Wow. Yeah. And so in the meantime, um, so you're – uh, the intern, and eventually they vote on you uh, the second time after the internship. I believe it was because we just celebrated your 20th anniversary this past uh, September. Mm-hmm. I think it we started the process in August, mm-hmm. but September, I believe, is the date, and that was of 2000. Mm-hmm. And they voted on you to be, uh, what was the title then? The title was Ministerial Apprentice. So okay. I was an intern from May until August. Uh, and then they made it kind of official and voted on a ministerial apprentice in, uh, say, September. Um, and that's yeah. when we celebrated your anniversary, 20 years from that point. Correct, yes. And that's kind of the technical. May is just, you know, May just rolls off the tongue for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, and here's the deal, and this is a shout like out said, to... the dynamics. Yeah, so. and here's a shout out to Glenn and, you know, just his family and just, um, you know, I never... I never missed, even though I was, I was, you know, my internship was over. I still came into the office. I still worked. I still did things. Still did what they asked me to do. And Glenn always paid me out of his own pocket, which he didn't have to do that. Wow! I, and I'll throw this out there too for neat guy. Anybody that Glenn. listens that works with churches and on the topic of interns and internship and apprentices, but like it's so beneficial. For young guys in the ministry, like here at Seminary at Cabby or wherever you're at, it's so beneficial to me to get that experience at a thriving church as an intern or apprentice mm-hmm. or a pastoral assistant, whatever you want to call yourself. Yeah. It's so beneficial for those guys rather than just uh, throwing them to the dogs to a, a little bitty church with no experience. Correct. And yes, and to, to tag off of that, let me just say this too, that it allows the young men and in some cases, young ladies, uh, depending on what they're doing, uh, it allows them an opportunity to to shadow, to uh, to learn the ropes, to yeah. see some of the victories, to see some of the heartache. But it allows them to grow up. I mean, because you know we don't need to shackle them with the same responsibilities that say we shackle Pastor Reese and myself with now. Yeah. Uh, with all of our years of experience, we need to allow them uh, an opportunity to to be young, to grow up, to yes, make mistakes, and still walk with yeah. them in love yeah. and with grace. And um, because you know, when I look at it in Paul and Timothy, uh, you know, Paul says Timothy, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. Well, he was most likely in his mid thirties when he said that. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'm not saying that we condone anything, but we allow these interns to come in, 
to shadow us, uh, to walk with them in victory and defeat, and and to be there for them and love on them. Yeah. And yeah, just grow them up. Which I know, like uh, Richard Hamlin, he's looking for like a children's like uh, ministry intern, and a lot of churches look for those interns. And if you set them up to only last a year, or you set them up to last however long the Lord leads them there, and if they end up staying, that's great. And I just feel like the Lord can definitely use those opportunities, but. Uh, not only does the Lord work through those opportunities, but like, gosh, the experience mm-hmm. is unmatched mm-hmm. because it's so beneficial when, uh, it's like I said, when you get to sit under and see how things work in a, just a thriving atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, and you get to experience just like one seat back, yeah. all the stuff pastors and associate mm-hmm. pastors kind of go through, deal with and how they handle things. Yeah. That's like the most beneficial part. Yeah, well, I mean, I've been here 20 years, and I've worked under three different senior pastors with different personalities, different wirings, yeah. um, and, and I've worked under countless other men and women, and, you know, you learn from them. Mm-hmm. You learn from all. I am still learning, and, you know, lifelong Absolutely. learner. Uh, sometimes you learn what to do, and sometimes you learn what not to do. Yeah. So the church voted... Uh the third time, you became assistant administrator mm-hmm. and uh, under brother, uh, helping Brother Muncie Harris. Mm-hmm. And then uh, after uh, he stepped down, you became the church administrator, basically. In essence, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, which that uh, more or less because of the uh, dynamics of the church, it, the, you know, is basically what I've, uh, you know, call you off the cuff is, you know, hey, Sean Collins, he's my associate pastor, mm-hmm. and uh, been here going on six years now. You and I are both fans of education, mm-hmm. so in this whole tenure, uh, throughout the two thousands, um, you're getting education. So just give us a brief summary of some of the uh, places that you've gone to school post high school, and uh, some of the education you've received. Uh, yes. So education is very important uh, to us. And I'm very appreciative that it is to you because you've allowed me to do some things um, and to go some places. Um, So I started off uh, as a um, student at CABI, Central Arkansas Baptist Bible Institute, Um, was one of the first students there with, uh, you know, uh, Jason Talent was there with me, Uh, kind of formed under Glenn's ministry. It was all that I would ever need. Um, and I was excited about it, um, and started coming to seminary. Uh, I graduated after, I think I was on the five or maybe even the six year plan, but I did graduate my, with my bachelor's of theology. Very proud of that. Uh, I've kind of watched Cabby grow and, um, it's been, been an exciting ride. Uh, matter of fact, to where we are now, kind of doing the website, kind of teaching, uh, helping out, uh, just doing anything that I can. And I'm, I'm very proud of that. Uh, but through this time, uh, I graduated, and I will kind of jump a little bit and say that 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 I met my wife. Uh, we got married in two thousand and eight. Cool. Yeah. Married in two thousand eight. Married in two thousand eight because the education is going to come back in. I'm done with education that's, right now. That's cool. Tell us how this works. Yeah. So mar- uh, met her, and I met her because of my Chihuahua. Yes, I did have a Chihuahua. It was just. I don't know, small dog, small guy, I don't know, small guy, small dog, who knows. Um, but small dogs were popular, and so I got a Chihuahua. Um, what yeah. was the Chihuahua's name? Drama. Drama? hmm drama. All right, so we got drama. What's next? 
Yeah, so Drama started, like, hopping around on, you know, his three legs. Fourth leg, you know, he would raise up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I took the dog to the vet, and my vet couldn't find anything. So years ago, Mom worked for a vet in Hot Springs. So I took the dog down to the vet in Hot Springs to get a second opinion. Melissa worked there doing the same thing that my mom did years ago. The rest is history. We married in 2008. Uh, very thankful to, to— Oh, so, like— you just you met Melissa through just the vet Th- through the vet. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now again, I'm an introvert, so she was the one that she was pretty crafty. She was the one that called me. She's making you sign your signature a few more times. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. She actually ended up calling me on kind of her work break. It was to talk about the dog, but then it filtered <laughs> into the work break. Yeah. Yeah. And so then we talked longer and, you know, here we are. Went on a few days well, she, and the rest, she is, the rest mentioned is history. to me that you caught her eye. And uh, so I need to know about the first date, you know, what, how'd that, you know. Oh, where'd y'all go? I mean, she's talking to you about a dog. You had to eventually go out on a date. No, we did. We went to Osaka, uh, Japanese kind of a steakhouse yeah. in Hot Springs, nice. and it's still there. Matter of fact, we drove by it a few months ago. Nice, yeah. Pulled in the parking lot and reminisced about our first date. That is great, and just uh, so to keep going with. Uh, so y'all married? Oh, oh, where did y'all get married? We got married in Hot Springs on Central Avenue. There was a little wedding venue there. Cool. Um, yes, and just kind of a small, quaint affair. Um, you know, it was just the way that it happened. And we we were trying to be mindful of, of, you know, budget, of course. Caleb, you know, you're about to get married. We were mm. trying to be mindful of the budget. Okay, look, people, just to get on a small rant real quick. Real quick weddings are expensive. Oh, yeah. You Thankfully, are engaged, I am not a bride. But we'll get so to your story later. Fork so. them over. Yeah. Yeah, but weddings, like, I'm in the wrong business. I need to own a wedding venue, videography flower business yeah be rich. i mean ours was a few thousand dollars yeah and, and, i don't doubt it yeah and, well, and since it, that was about as cheap as we could get it yeah since you've surrendered in the ministry too uh your uh, your business is the lord's business i think he's going to intervene <laughs> yeah but yeah. yes but um you know just learn yes dear yes dear mm-hmm. I, learn from my mistakes mm. I, I didn't do a very good job right. I, on that when we were getting married so you said these two kind of intertwine on, on Melissa and education. How does that work? Okay, so we got married, and it was a few years down the road in like 2012, 2013, where she wanted to go back to school. And so, you know, she started doing it. And then I'm like, well, I kind of would like to go back to school because mm. I like education. And, you know, I did kind of want to get, you know, my, my bachelor's degree uh, from, you know, and my undergrad um, and then see where that took me. And so that's what I did. Uh, we qualified for Pell Grants, you know, at that time it, you know, I'll just say it paid to be poor. And, uh, so qualified for Pell Grants. I was able to do my undergrad at Liberty. She was able to go to Pulaski Tech. Actually, I started at Pulaski Tech and then got my basics, which I would recommend any, any person, young person do go to a Votech school uh, Pulaski Tech, anywhere, because the basics will transfer anywhere in the state. My future father-in-law preaches that. It is a lot cheaper, and you can mm-hmm. stay closer to home. Yeah. Yeah, there's a community colleges. There's yep. two-year colleges. Mm-hmm. They're, they're everywhere. It's, it's, it is. It's smart because, say you just go get your basics, 
you and you decide to completely do something else yes. for, for half the cost. Yeah. Yes. Nobody can take away an associate's degree from mm-hmm. you. And then you could go into trade school. You could do whatever you want to, but it's so much cheaper, and you can live close to home, and it's, it's a win-win. It really is. Yeah. Instead of going out, and I've seen countless people, you know, countless kids flunk out, uh, young adults, I should say. Yeah. So the Lord's blessed y'all. Yep. And you and Melissa. Yep. And uh, continue with your story. Yeah, Pulaski Tech. Uh, from there, Liberty. Uh, they also, you know, uh, Liberty undergrad, Bachelor of Religion. Uh, and then took a small break. And then I started going, started to work uh, towards my MDiv. I just wanted to do it a class at a time. I was very fortunate to, at that time, at the Arkansas Baptist Building, this at this point now is basically 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. getting into today's time. Uh, started taking some classes there for my MDiv uh, at the Arkansas Baptist Building there. Very, very uh, fortunate to uh, be in connection with uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Tim Deal. Uh, met uh, him, uh, was able to meet some wonderful guys there, uh, small teacher-student ratio. Southwestern would fly in uh, instructors as well. And uh, I was great. I was, I was on my way. And uh, through some administrative changes with Southwestern, that kind of went away. And my only option from there was uh, online education. That's what I did at Liberty. Uh, it was very, very good for, for the time that, that I was there. And I needed to, you know, just kind of try something different because I just kind of felt like I was a number or I was going to be a number. Yeah. Uh, researched, uh, did some uh, kind of web searches, uh, landed through prayer, through just uh, being at peace about it. The uh, God brought me to Covenant uh, Seminary in St. Louis, and that's where I currently am at. Uh, working on your MDiv. Working on my MDiv, and, yes. And, you know, and, and of course, you and I have talked about this a lot. You know, a lot of our, we are sharing church, as, uh, and I've been a part of the American Baptist Association my entire ministry, and you have too, uh, except in education. And uh, a lot of our seminaries are unaccredited. I've likened them to Votech. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll prepare you to get a job done. Yeah. And, sure. Uh, yeah. But as far as uh, teaching, uh, transfers, mm-hmm. uh, expansion. Uh, a lot of times, you need an accredited degree for a lot of other reasons, and so I'm. I admire you for uh, pursuing your education, and so now you're pursuing your education. You've been in the ministry over 20 years. Uh, you've been uh, at Sharon Church over 20 years, and uh, the Lord's blessed you and uh, Melissa. Y'all have uh, two kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Francesca and Spencer, mm-hmm. I'm just uh, so thrilled. The uh, Lord's been blessing y'all's family and uh, just walking you through here. Who are some of the most influential people along your way that have influenced your life? Well, um, I've said it like this. Of course, you know, the three senior pastors that I served under, Glenn Trop, uh, Richard Hamlin, and now you, um, Y'all have obviously had a very instrumental, um, y'all been very instrumental in my life uh, because y'all have all come along. God's seen fit. You know, I've, I've been very blessed uh, through my life, uh, through my ministry. God's seen fit to bring into my life key men um, that have, you know, been there at just the right time. Uh, Glenn surrendered under his ministry. Uh, Richard came in, uh, served with him for roughly 11 years. 
Um, so surrendered under Glenn's ministry, uh, got married under Richard's ministry, and here we are uh, now serving together at a very unique time. Uh, I've said it like this, that, you know, those men kind of taught me how to preach, and Pastor Reese, you have taught me how to love people and how to have compassion with people, uh, because that's not in my natural wiring to go up and to, to meet people, to talk to people, to get to know people, even just, you know, what do I say, how do I say it, you know, for, you know, just all of those things. And you've taught me how to, how to do those things. So you three men have been, have been very influential. Um, what about outside the ministry? Is there anybody, there might not be anybody that stands out because I know a, a lot of the big influencers in, in my life are. Uh, of course, our wives are, have a sure. big influence, and that's absolutely. True, but. Um, outside of the ministry, probably, be, probably my papa. I mean, just because you know I, I was at such a tender age, he was the one that you know he you know hey you know we're gonna we have this dream together. I would travel the road with him. Uh, he would, you know, sell different things, and I'd travel Is all that across. Your dad's dad or your mom? My my dad's uh, step. Yeah. Dad. Yeah, but he's Connect. always been in my life. Mm -hmm. yeah. Connecting dots. Yeah, yeah. still living, uh, you know, not doing real, real well, covered your prayers there. But, you know, we would travel and we would just have conversations and conversations about being a man, conversations about growing up, conversations, uh, nothing, you know, nothing spiritual, just, you know, life. Mm -hmm. And uh, those were very, very key moments for me as a young man. And so that really stands out. And, of course, you know, dad's dad. Uh, you know, he was always there. I was never without. Um, and yeah, you know, that's it, cool. It, All right. We're going to wrap this up and you, uh, Caleb be thinking of any other questions. I want to ask you two final questions and that, uh, books that are, you're currently reading or that stand out to you and any podcasts that you listen to. Oh boy. Uh, books that I'm currently. And to add on to that, let's do some music too. Oh, oh boy. of course. Caleb's going to ask that. Yeah. So books that I'm reading is everything or anything that my instructors are <laughs> assigning right now, oh. uh, which we're about to finish up. Very thankful for that. But master's work. Oh, mm. oh yeah, and mm. and I'm reading everything. So like um, I'm reading uh, what is Christianity. Um, it's kind of a small leaflet. Uh, I'm reading a little bit of um, liberalism and uh, Christianity. Uh, uh, Machen, uh, reading the Presbyterian story because of where I go to Covenant in St. Louis, reading the Presbyterian story. Um, let's see. Oh, reading What is an, an Evangelical? That was kind of interesting. especially. I remember, I remember seeing that volume. Yes, ex yes, by Thomas Kidd, especially during this age of you know politics and especially Trump's win in 2016. What is an Evangelical? Very, very interesting read. That's something I just read. Um, uh, reading, uh, of course, translating through Jonah, not reading, but translating through Jonah, translating through the Gospels. Um, yeah. Oh, Who Wrote the Gospels? That was an interesting book that mm -hmm. I read. Uh, so there's some books. Um, podcasts. What, what, what about podcasts? Yeah. It, you may not have any that jump out at you right now, but maybe some that you've listened to that you liked. Sure. Well, I'm because of uh, because of time. I'm you know, obviously having to listen to a lot of lectures, but podcasts that I would recommend, um, you know, for preachers, for ministers, H.B. Uh, Charles on preaching. That's a very good one. 
uh, just uh, Stephen Lawson's ex- uh, expository preaching. Uh, it is One Passion Ministries, just seven minutes, different things, uh, different topics for preachers. Um, let's see, MacArthur's preaching. Um, there's a couple of more, but their names have escaped me currently. So, That's what about some music? Best. Yeah, music. Oh. So right now I'm kind of stuck on uh, Maverick City. Uh, Gyra is a good song. Uh, Old Church Basement. That's a good song. Because just it, discovered that. It's a wow, great song, great album. Yeah, yeah. So that's a great song. It really resonates with me as kind of a millennial. That's kind of how I grew up. Church Basement. You know, kids just you know trying to figure out life. Uh, you know, new creations in Christ. Uh, don't have it all figured out but trying to serve Jesus the best way we know how, which is, frankly, what we're still trying to do. Hey, That's man. good. That's good. Well, yeah. just to wrap up today's episode, we hope you enjoyed it today. Hope you got to know a little bit more about Sean. We pray that uh, everyone here continues on the mission of following up Jesus, loving others, and reaching the lost. Amen. Amen. Amen.